0: Hi, everybody. I'm Ann, and I'm John, and this is John, John and Ann's wrestling podcast. Oh, I gotta move your hand. I can't see where. Wait, that's not it. Thank you. Thank
1: you. I imagine we're like outside and like roaming the city for wrestling. You know, we're like out, we're like running through the streets and being like, oh, look, there's wrestling over there. Yeah. And then like an 80s montage kind of a thing.
0: Yeah. It's like that. It's like very much like the opening of Glow from the Netflix series where they're running around the mall chasing each other. Right. right, Yeah. It's that kind of vibe that I was going for when I picked that song. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast. This week we've got a bunch of stuff.
1: Yeah, normally there's like, a, you know, a bunch of topics, and today, this week there's a bunch of stuff that happened. You know, well, you
0: know what's funny is I felt like it was kind of a quiet week for wrestling. Actually, I mean, compared to the rest of the world, it feels pretty quiet in the world of wrestling. But a lot actually managed to still happen.
1: I, I mean, actually, I feel like a lot of stuff happened in the last just like few days. Um yeah, pop open that brewski.
0: It's a Lacroix.
1: It's well, look, brewski is just not, continue ever, on. Okay.
0: What what are we talking about?
1: So WWE dropped a big old bomb on everybody, literally <laughs> last, last night or two nights ago, I guess, depending on when you're watching this.
0: You don't have to do the
1: routine. okay. I wanted to try it once too, no. but anyway, um, you you're the sound effects, and is like our uh, uh, guy from Police Academy. Yeah. Um who was also in space balls. All right. So they are now, this is a rumor that was happening. It was going on for a while. And everybody was like, that's silly. They shouldn't do that because Roman Reigns has both the WWE championship and the WWE universal championship. Still two titles, even though technically there's, um, are those bad?
0: These are terrible. Look at the flavors on the back. Look at the flavors. Look what I've done. Liver
1: and onions. Old bandage. Dishwash. Dirty dishwasher. Stink bug. Toothpaste. Berry blue might be okay. Juicy pear. Strawberry banana smoothie. But it could be a dead fish. Oh, no. I think I got
0: dead fish. You got bean boozled. I got bean boozled. I hate this so much. I was so excited going into this because, folks, if if you've listened to this before, you know that I sometimes like to eat jelly beans during the show. And I was so happy we had a box of jelly beans. I think your sisters gave that to us. I
1: I think this is a Christmas present. I do want to confirm. I did not look.
0: I want to die.
1: <laughs> I did not look.
0: This is the worst thing that's
1: ever happened to me. I, they do say on the package, naughty or nice, caution <laughs> contains weird and wild flavors. When I, is, uh, these are the Johnny Carson jelly beans.
0: I didn't read the box thoroughly nope. because it didn't occur to me that a candy company would do this to someone.
1: So each color has... A good one and a bad one. You got? Did you mean an orange one? Because it could have been strawberry banana smoothie, but it's—I think it's dead It's not.
0: Fish. Trust me, it's not strawberry okay, so bananas. It's old fish. It's, it's dead, dead fish. fish. So yeah, you could get dead fish. One of, a ate. similar
1: color is peach or barf.
0: Oh my god! Why would they do this? Why? What?
1: <laughs> You see, the joke's on you because I don't even like jelly, good jelly beans. Oh I'm not a jelly God. bean guy. Can
0: you vamp while I go get another piece of candy that's like a you want to try piece a of candy? No, not from that box. That's going in the garbage. <laughs> that's an evil box. All right. So, I need you to vamp.
1: Okay, I'm going to vamp. Uh, I'll be right back. Okay, so I'll vamp. So, Gimmo, uh, get in here. I'm vamping. Uh, hey, this is what happens when I'm in creative control. <laughs> Just nothing but hacky bits. Alright, so uh WWE created uh a new world heavyweight championship. Created or revived, who's to say? Not them, because I doubt they have a plan. Um Roman Reigns has been the WWE champion for over a year. He's been the WWE Universal Champion for about two and a half years now. They've really painted themselves into a corner with their previous lack of planning. Um and this is very much their MO uh, instead of uh, even better.
0: Did you even get to the thing of what it is yet? Or yeah, are I you did. Still I, building I said up? what it was. I said what oh, it okay. was.
1: They created the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. So Roman Reigns has been the champion. The champion for a thousand days, right? But that's only for the universal title because the WWE title is the one that he won later. Just to give you a quick backstory, the WWE Championship is the original world title in wwe that's the one they've had since 1963 i believe um 62 63 i think anyway they but anyway for about 60 years they've had this title now uh and then the universal title is one that they created in the most recent brand split in 2016 so it's a very new title literally half its lifespan has just been this one roman reigns title win yeah um and so they want a champion on each brand so rather than having cody Rhodes win it when he was super popular at mm-hmm. WrestleMania and then being like, look, I can't keep both these titles. I'm going to create another opportunity for somebody. I'm going to vacate the universal title. Yeah. Um, and then you, that'll go to SmackDown and you could have a tournament and, you know, some stuff. You could have even had the none tournament end with Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. You know what I mean? And have Sammy Zayn beat Roman Reigns there or something. None of that happened. No, none of that happened. Instead they did, uh, what they normally do, which is there's no, nothing matters. They just created a title for, I love that it's like, this guy is unbeatable, so let's just stop trying. Yeah. Uh, and I don't even know if they were trying to have a thing where it's like, Roman Reigns cheats a lot, and so he's holding the title hostage, so you know what? To hell with them. We're going to create a new title. And they were, like, kind of shitting on him a little bit, but I don't think that's what they're doing.
0: No, I think they need they would make that abundantly clear if that's yeah. what they were doing.
1: Also, if, like, I, it's wrestling, so I don't want to, like, call too much attention to this, but it's like, if there's a guy who is clearly cheating a lot and like there's a player in you know football that's constantly like flagrantly cheating you know what i mean like not like oh he should have been doing this thing he bent the rules a little bit this way like he's having like his friends run on the field to like tackle people so that you know what i mean yeah like stuff like that it's like you would find him and you would revoke any championships you know mm-hmm. uh something would happen and in this it's like our hands are tied you know mm-hmm. and i guess that's just the nature of professional wrestling and that's fine and that's good but uh don't pretend like we can't do something else here but it just makes everybody else look like a bunch of losers you know
0: yeah well you know i think that WWE maybe thinks that a lot of people are losers especially people who watch them or work for them
1: yeah they definitely don't (laughs) like anybody that works for them or watches their show it's just is silly to do this and it's also another thing like i'm such a nerd about like the championship like lineage and stuff and i know you have some thoughts on this too uh the last time so they had the original WWF slash WWE tag team championship mm-hmm. and the original brand split in 2002, they brought the WWE tag team championship to raw where they had, so they had the, those titles on raw and then they created another set of tag team titles for SmackDown.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Raw's world title was just called the world heavyweight championship. It was inspired, inspired by the NWA and WCW world heavyweight championships, not the same lineage, just a belt that looked the same and had a totally new lineage, right? Mm-hmm. But it was called the World Heavyweight Championship. So to match. Mm-hmm. And then on SmackDown, mm-hmm. they had the WWE Championship. The original championship of the company. So.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I'm just enjoying your hand movements.
1: <laughs> so. We're doing a little too much improv. Uh, so. uh so they took, so they created new tag team titles for SmackDown, and they called them the WWE Tag Team Championship. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to match. So on Raw, they changed the they changed the original WWE Tag Team Championship to the World Tag Team Championship. Wow! So then they just created new titles, also called the WWE Tag Team Championship on SmackDown. All very confusing. They just wanted to match the titles' names. Just in that one moment in time where they were like, let's match the titles. But there's no plan. You know what I mean? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. So then, like, the original titles are this nondescript name. It wasn't the WWE World Tag Team Championship. It was just the World Tag Team Championship. Yeah. Uh, and so when they combined those titles in 2010, the two sets of tag titles, um, because the new one was called the WWE Tag Team Championship and the other one had a nondescript generic name, They got rid of the original titles and kept the new titles, which are now the Raw Tag Team Championship.
0: Yes. All of that is true. All
1: of that is very true. And so (laughs) what I'm saying, the reason why I said all that crap is because now the title that Roman Reigns has held longer is the WWE Universal Championship. Mm -hmm. The combined name of those two titles, which are still technically two titles, the combined name is the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. So I have a very clear expectation that they are going to retire the original WWE Championship, keep the Universal Championship that's like seven years old, Mm -hmm. keep this new WWE World Heavyweight Championship belt that has no lineage as of right now. It's not confirmed. This is like a a title that's returning. It's just a brand new belt they created out of thin air. Mm -hmm. Um, I would bet money... And at some point the WWE world heavyweight championship will just be called the WWE championship. Mm-hmm. So all this confusion with the other one, I know I'm just being like a very like uh, OCD nerd about this. No, I appreciate but it, but it's very annoying. And, but they, but it's also WWE, right? So they don't care if it's technically a new title. They'll just say Roman Reigns has been champion for a thousand days. Like they could keep the original WWE title and be like, he's been champion for a thousand days. Just ignore the fact that they got rid a of the title that he initially. Yeah. And then a thousand days. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> so what we do in the shadows, our friends, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, a thousand days. A thousand days. Um.
1: But and so it's like annoying. Cause they'll be like, Oh, this is a new title. But then also they'll like, I know they'll just kind of like, you know, splish splash through their history and just like say, acknowledge things yeah. that work in the moment, ignore other things. It's just as, it's silly. It's all very silly. Can
0: I ask you a silly, silly question that almost has nothing to do with this, but kind of does? Sure, uh, please. So as you know, I watched an interview with RJ City and David Arquette, mm-hmm. and it's very funny. It's the it's an episode of Hey W, if anyone's a watcher of that. Um, but he has a belt with him, and I know that he probably holds a championship. I don't know which one he holds. David Arquette? Yes but they kept making a big deal about him not showing it because it wasn't cleared or something. <laughs> mm. And I'm wondering, is he, does he hold a WCW title?
1: He, David Arquette is officially a former WCW world heavyweight champion. Cause it- he won it. During the promotion of uh, ready to yeah ready to rumble, it
0: might have been that belt, and I'm wondering: does that share any kind of lineage with any of these titles we've mentioned? So
1: before? that belt, so at, first of all, WWE owns the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. It owns that because they bought it, so they own anything that like was Jim Crockett Promotions in the early 80s to okay. WCW ending in 2001. Keep
0: talking. I'm just going to pull it up so it's we can check out this the belt.
1: Big gold belt.
0: It is a big gold belt. Uh, that's the so that was.
1: Pre, it was a version of the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, uh, and then it became, yeah, that's the one. That's and then it, it became, yeah. and then so then it eventually they used it as the WCW World Heavyweight Championship, um, which are two different titles. Okay. And then remember when I said that the WWE created the World Heavyweight Championship uh-huh. uh, in 2002 that was awarded to Triple H, and they used for about 11 years. That was the same. But it was a it was a new title. It wasn't uh-huh. the same, but it was like it was the same belt design. Okay, so yeah, WWE that they own that belt design at so this point. I would imagine David
0: Arquette is part of the this lineage that Roman Reigns is now holding hostage, and that they're erasing. Technically, to no. Start... Oh, okay, never mind. No,
1: WCW title is a different title.
0: All right, I thought maybe they shared a lineage in later years because you said they own it, right?
1: They do own it. Because they own all the WCW championships. But
0: it's not active, I guess. No, it's not. It's not part of any active They retired it in uh,
1: 2001 um, when uh, The Rock lost it too. Do you know who the final WCW champion was?
0: Jericho? Am I right? You are right. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) The Ocho. That was the... uh, the dose.
0: I can't believe I'm right.
1: That was the dose That's an amazing
0: amount of... That was his second... That's, that's a really... That's a piece of wrestling trivia that just a few years ago, I would never have gotten.
1: No. But um, now I
0: know, because I know that The Rock lost to Jericho.
1: He did. He and did. I can
0: only imagine they would do something like that if it was for a title change.
1: Yeah, exactly. The, Jericho, uh, yeah, he was the final WCW champion. And then a year later, they brought back the belt... Well, I mean, the design of the belt, it was physically a new belt because they added a little WWE logo to it Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like falling apart like the WCW title was. Um, But yeah, it was uh, actually this new title because the old one was called the the World Heavyweight Championship and this is called the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And I know it sounds like I'm like splitting hairs by saying that one has WWE in the name and one doesn't. Mm -hmm. But the old one straight up didn't yeah like it was very clear that it was called the world heavyweight championship they never like officially called it the wwe world heavyweight Championship. yeah and so uh this one could be that title they haven't said that that was the title it's it's a similar looking belt it really just looks like they have it's like a a similar design and they just slapped a giant wwe logo in the middle because Mm -hmm. they have to have a giant wwe logo on it it's not a bad looking belt it just is Silly, and then Mm -hmm. it'll be like when when it's eventually called the WWE Championship, it'll be like, oh, I was the WWE Champion. Oh, which one? I was like, oh, there's two. And again, they won't care. Yeah. In the moment, but it's like it's just for somebody like me who loves canon. Yes. It's it's just I mean, and not to just rag on WWE for this, Mm -hmm. I'm still annoyed with New Japan because they had the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. It was a storied championship. Uh, With a historic lineage, like almost 50 year, actually a full 50 year lineage. And then Kota Ibushi unified the IWGP Heavyweight Championship with the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Mm -hmm. And instead of just being like, okay, we'll retire the IC title and call the heavyweight title the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. And it continues on. New Japan just created a new title. So Mm -hmm. the first champion was Ibushi two years ago. Um, And it's just like, why don't we just say it's this, you know, you can still call it. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's been leveled up, but why is it uh, not have the same lineage?
0: All right. Can I talk now?
1: You have now is your time. Okay.
0: Cause I have a thing that yes. you've teed me up for a little I bit. I did. I teed you up. He teed me up. He wasn't talking over me. He was teeing me up. Okay. Yeah, I was don't up. cancel him. Don't. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Uh, Well, I have a new theory that's of, the theories that I like to author. Um, and that is that we are entering a post canon era <gasps> because I think that we are at a point where us millennials, you know, we're in our late thirties. We're no longer the kids that are being marketed to there's new kids that are being marketed to. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those new kids have no, like they're not going to catch up on 20 years of history for something. Mm-hmm. Because we shouldn't expect that. We didn't do that. <laughs> you know, like, I because we weren't born at a time when there were a million franchises to, like, have canons that need to be caught up on. I mean, you technically did do that. I did. I do a lot of it. I watched
1: a lot of Star Wars. Um, you watched a lot of Star Wars, read a lot of comic
0: books. But let yeah. me finish. Let <laughs> me finish. Um, and so I believe that we are entering a period where all of these massive companies like WWE, Disney, Disney. Um, wb uh (laughs) the people who own all these giant canonical franchises are going to say to themselves how do i get a 20 year old interested in something um that they need a lot of knowledge going into about and they're going to say to themselves that seems unlikely let's just scrap this let's write a multiverse let's scrap this title let's scrap this like you know like I think they're just going to do away with the history because they need to make new things. And it's too intimidating, I think, for newer fans to have to catch up. You know what I mean? Um, And I think that with wrestling, that is sometimes a problem for people. Like as a newer wrestling fan myself, I run into this a lot where... You know, I think if AEW hadn't started when it did, I don't know that I would have gotten into wrestling because there is such an intimidating amount of history you need to know. And people, you know, it, it you feel like you don't belong or that you don't have any right to talk about it because you haven't watched it since you were eight. So, like, so it, it makes it hard to have as much fun as I think some people have with it. And I think a lot of the people who run these companies understand that and appreciate that and want to create space for newer fans by you know kind of giving them a clean slate door through which to enter these things i know that i explained this to you the other day and it really depressed you and i'm sorry about that but i think that's where we're headed
1: sure i mean that's probably true and it's um
0: i mean i still think it's going to be valuable for you to keep this knowledge
1: yeah of course it's because someone, someone
0: will have to teach the children
1: it's always the, the old ways the old way gather around let me explain <laughs> to you the history of the <laughs> world tag team champion yeah not the wwe tag <laughs> team champion. um yeah. yeah it's i totally understand that especially from like a capitalist point of view too or just like oh we got to sell this to somebody you know yeah i mean you know uh, dc and marvel do that every you know 20 to 30 years they reset the continuity mm -hmm. because it's like well uh, either that or batman is 100 years old you know so you can't very well do that you do have to find some like it it has some point it has to matter though because it's like otherwise you could just reset every show and then you're just watching like a like a cartoon. And then you're just watching like, you know, a show that like reset. I mean, you can watch Simpsons has been on for thirty years and like it doesn't even that's just like, you know, a a device where you just Mm -hmm. this is like the situation. We can watch a million episodes of this. Yeah. It just goes over and over. And that's you know, it can just be entertaining like that. But something where you're supposed to like that's like dramatic, I think. You need to have some amount of like this matters, at least up to this point. Because otherwise it's like you know, if somebody dies at the end of a movie and then there's another movie and they're just like back, it's just yeah. well, it's like, OK, I mean, so like, why true. did I watch that movie?
0: I think that's true. But I just also think that, like, at some point we can't expect. Yeah. The 20 year olds of today to watch 18 hours of something in order to enjoy one movie. Back they're, in just my not, day, they're just not going to go. They're just not going to. Back in my day, I had to watch on VHS. <laughs> yeah, he did. The Star Wars
1: Special Edition. We didn't have I didn't have no streaming service where I could watch the original what? trilogy. The original no, we versions. were kids.
0: You watched it on TNT, or you didn't see it.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. It's like I, I remember. Like now, I'm such a you know crazy person about watching. Uh, like full seat. Like if I'm gonna watch something, I gotta watch like the all seasons oh, of it, God. and I gotta watch like the show it's spun off from yeah. and all this stuff. But back when I was younger, it was like. I liked watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right. And it's mm-hmm. like, I watched like, you know, the first three se- I did C I didn't, I'm totally, I think I missed the first season and mm-hmm. I watched like maybe two through four or something. And then I, I just like fell didn't, off about it. Didn't
0: need any context. For no. Buffy.
1: Yeah. For some reason,
0: something compelled him to watch don't it. Don't worry about. Even though he anything. didn't have any canonical. And then context. I just,
1: and then I stopped watching it for like five years. And then I watched like the, the seventh season or something that was just like on. Yeah. and I Cause you didn't, it didn't, Matt, it wasn't like a streaming service where I could just jump in and watch the whole right. thing. Or there wasn't even like DVDs of whole shows. At the yeah. time, so and it was they just used like... to
0: kind of make shows with that kind of viewing habit in mind. Mm-hmm. Like it used to, like nowadays when you watch a streaming show or whatever, it's like supposed to be watched as a whole because mm-hmm. they want you to binge it. So it's like very much about propelling you forward and keeping you watching every episode in order. But like, Back then, they knew people watched it that way or in syndication or whatever. And so they would deliberately make the episodes pretty, you know, understand. It's pretty accessible for people, even if they didn't have any context, you know? Yeah. And I think um, I saw
1: somebody writing about this for like streaming shows now where it's like a lot of times people will say that any episode that doesn't push the full, like the overarching narrative forward is like Mm -hmm. a waste or a filler. And it's like no those are the that's those are just like regular episodes of a show. Yeah. Those are the episodes that make you care about the characters.
0: That's how all TV yeah, exactly. used to be. And was like, like filler are... episodes. And then so if
1: something big happens like you care because you're invested in the Right. Nowadays
0: they do cliffhangers. Like they used to do cliffhangers only during like sweeps. They used to do cliffhangers like back when it was like the end of the season or mid-season finale, and they'd want you to like come back for next season. They want the ratings or whatever. Nowadays, you watch a streaming series as a cliffhanger at the end of every episode.
1: Yeah, because you got to get that next. They want to
0: keep you in it. It's Um, it's it's a different world, and it's getting more different. And I just I I, you know I see I see it coming. I see it coming. The great shift. The
1: most conservative you've ever sounded.
0: It's no, I'm ha- I'm happy with it. You know, I think it's, change it's, is interesting you know, and is good. Change, yeah. And I think it'll be kind of nice because it'll give some of us who are late to things like a chance to like for instance with the AEW stuff like I was just saying like change gives opportunities for people like me who don't know mm-hmm. about stuff to enter the world and I, say like here I am. I can oh, I can enjoy this and now because I want to I can go back and look at all the older stuff. But I don't have to in order to enjoy what's happening right now. You know what I mean?
1: I have to say that when we go to shows, you have to stop saying that when you walk into the (laughs) arena. Okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, me. Yeah. Here I am.
1: Just sit down over there.
0: Hi, UBS Arena in Long Island. I wore my little Burberry belt for Mr. MJF. Mr. I, I hated that I dressed for that show in like a sweater and jeans and my Burberry belt because mm-hmm. that was like what matched the Burberry belt. And then when I like got there, I realized I just look like a lady from Long Island. Oh. Like I just look like a lady who got a sitter so that she could go to A.W. We're going to rest. We're going to the fight. We're going to the fight. You know, we're going to have go. a night out. We'll be home by 10. We're yeah. not going to stay the whole time. No, you know? We're going to You don't worry. We don't
1: need to see Ring of Honor. Yeah,
0: Yeah. we got work in the morning. So anyway, all right. So we should. Like,
1: get in the car. (laughs) So we should should move on. So I just want to say, I hope Cody Rhodes does not like immediately win this title because Mm -hmm. it'll just make him look like a loser. Because this whole thing is just like, you know, like you were saying, like a lot of us were saying, or a lot of people were saying, and I had any benefit of the doubt. There was no plan. There was no plan for Cody to go and, like, overcome any adversity. No. They're just winging it on the fly, as always. Yeah, there, was well, no was... there was no plan. There was clearly no plan for Roman to lose. There's no end game in the... sight. It's just going to go on until Roman yeah. has to retire. Uh-huh. Like, it doesn't. Uh, it, and it's really sad because it's like we could have written a compelling ending slash new chapter for Cody and Roman if we had just done this, but now instead, so maybe they'll just have like Seth Rollins or somebody win Mm -hmm. the new title to help like establish its new lineage or whatever. And Cody can continue chasing Roman Reigns and maybe he still can do it, but it'll be very funny when Brock Lesnar wins the new title and then they're in the same thing. It's just two champions that are never there. And then they'll have to create the new WWE earth championship. And then Logan Paul will win Mm. that one. And then between the three of them, they'll have one full-time champion.
0: Yes, dear. All right. Let's move on to something else.
1: Okay, <laughs> that was fun though, right?
0: Yeah, it was super fun. Oh, come on! No, it was good. It was a good little history lesson. For Great. Me. All and-
1: right. So, Stardom had a big, me. big, huge show.
0: They did, and we watched some of it.
1: I watched about half of it. Yeah. Stardom, uh, All Star Grand Queendom.
0: We watched Mercedes Monet lose.
1: She did actually. The, I mean, spoilers. I watched the three like top title matches the three <clears throat> single title matches that were on there mm-hmm. and new champions in all three of them which was interesting
0: big yeah. big change big changes uh
1: stardom ace and legend mayu iwatani who is like right up there with uh kairi hojo Kyrie sane Kyrie, mm-hmm. uh and eos shirai Sky, as like three of the like the biggest legends in stardom she mm-hmm. had a great match with mercedes Uh, and won the IWGP Women's Championship.
0: Yeah, and then they did a nice little, at the end, they did a face turn for Mercedes, which I thought was nice because (laughs) I think this is a... Like it's you know it sucks that she lost, but I think it probably was a good narrative choice mm-hmm. because now she can go face, and they don't have to have somebody coming in and taking a dump on their company anymore. Yeah, and it's
1: like because <laughs> she's bringing in like new eyes to the company. Basically, is like you know she's bringing more audience than has ever been there before. Yeah, and so it's probably better. And for her, her whole to be thing, thing nice, until now yeah. has been
0: like shit talking everybody and acting like she's better than everyone mm-hmm. because she's a heel. Yeah, but I imagine after a while you're like. Mm, this is a bummer for everybody else.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like, like you said, if you're going to bring people, if you're going to bring eyeballs to the show, you should probably be saying nice things about it, at least eventually. Yeah. Um, but it makes sense at first for her to be a heel, but she, uh, they had a great match. She's been really killing it in all the matches she's been doing for new Japan and stardom. I think it's only been like three, but they're all great.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so yeah, hopefully she sticks around. She signed a contract extension. We're not sure how long exactly. Um,
0: I'd say probably like six months
1: maybe it's right now all i could find is that it's one more Mm. match that she signed for for new japan because she's coming to
0: one more uh, match
1: yeah resurgence in yeah i saw that she's coming to that but that's the only thing she's signed for that's the only thing that i can see that she's like confirmed for maybe Ah. she's gonna do more but all i can see is i mean i think
0: she's gotta show up at forbidden door
1: yeah hopefully why
0: wouldn't they do that
1: aew really needs to like do literally anything it can to get her there
0: i know and it's it'd be, like if she doesn't show up at forbidden door i'm just gonna be aghast yeah that's the word that i'm gonna be aghast <gasps> because people have been waiting for her to show up at AEW forever and mm-hmm. this is a show that literally the promotion she's already signed with does with AEW, yeah. and so it's like if she's not there i mean we're gonna have to call tony
1: yeah, we're gonna have to call him.
0: We're gonna have to give him a call. Tone, tone, my man. What's going on, Teak, bro, brosif. We call Tony Broseph. Brosif. Uh, yeah, but that, but that's cool. Um, what do we have next?
1: Well, there's also, a new, I mean, I was just gonna mention that uh, I, I, I don't have like I haven't been watching enough Stardom to have like, yeah, tons of knowledge about it. But mm-hmm. from what I've been seeing, I'm, I'm big. I'm partial to Julia. Um. And she uh, she lost she lost the she Poor she had a, like one of the shortest world of stardom championship reigns she, she like had to win their G1 essentially it's called a mm-hmm. five-star Grand Prix um, and she won and it, she's been like the main character of stardom for a long time and she won the and, world title and, she, and she lost John's already. upset about
0: this because she's Italian
1: yeah that's probably why you know she's she's an Italian lady
0: she's a nice Italian yeah, lady
1: from Japan
0: from Japan. <laughs> And she, From Japania. Yeah. Yeah. Japania. Yeah. Japania. Japania. That's uh, what it is. That's the word for Japan in yeah. Italian, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. She's uh but yeah, she's she lost and but she had a great match. I mean, I think I put it as my well, we'll find out.
0: We'll All right, so out. we'll
1: just move on to Can we do
0: the gossip now? Yeah,
1: let's do it. Let's
0: do gossip Yay. It's gossip corner, gossip, gossip corner, gossip, gossip, corner. gossip, gossip corner. corner. Hang on. Oh shoot. Oh shoot. <laughs> Yeah, Gossip Corner. Okay, so the first gossip.
1: (gasps) The first gossip that's coming up tonight. The
0: first gossip, I mean, you told me this originally, but I'll say it because I like to say things. Um, CM Punk was backstage at Raw. (gasps) Yeah. And then he was asked to leave on the orders of Vince McMahon
1: who wasn't even there.
0: No, he remotely said get that man out of the
1: building. <laughs> Incredible.
0: <laughs> Which I you know what? I there's lots to say about this, but like lots. today I was talking to people about it and I realized that it actually makes me kind of really mad because his wife AJ has been is the executive producer of Women of Wrestling, right? And they are always looking to promote their show like that like they're a scrappy kind of like Mm -hmm. you know they're on pluto um but they're always trying to promote that show and you know for him to be this big famous guy and he's gonna go hang out backstage at raw i'm like dude go uh, i don't know go promote your wife's (laughs) <laughs> like women's wrestling promotion. I think he may I don't, have. I don't know. Well, I haven't seen a single thing has, of it. If know. if he did, I would have known I feel like I would have known. I, I just thought I remembered
1: him like tweeting something. But I could oh, be making A that tweet up.
0: doesn't count. I could be making Not that. When, up. when you know you're gonna make the world sure. go crazy by showing up backstage at a show. Sure. It's like I don't know, show up on your wife's show. I don't know. I just think it's more evidence of him being Really selfish, in my opinion. He probably is. You're right. I
1: mean, what was there an opportunity for him to show up on? Wow.
0: Don't pick this apart.
1: I just wasn't sure.
0: <laughs> what also, do you mean, I mean was he... there an opportunity? I don't know. There were filming dates, I'm sure.
1: I'm sure. Uh, maybe he wasn't welcome.
0: He's a Mao, he's a man of wrestling. <laughs> All right. I'm wrong, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's been mansplained to me no. that <laughs> that Sam Punk has done enough for his wife and doesn't yeah, need to do anything. Good husband, I'm just saying if he's no, not right. if he's not working right now, why is he showing up? Let, why go be a wife guy? Make yeah, everyone make everyone really like should. you again by being a, a a wife guy. People love wife guys.
1: People do and he uh It seems like something he would say that he would do too, you know? Yeah. Or he would like make fun of somebody else for not doing.
0: It's just a weird validation of WWE as a product for him to show up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a weird like, yeah, this is the cool place to be like move that I don't appreciate at this point in history.
1: The story that I've read was that he was on a plane that happened to be with some WWE people and he like ran into them and did not realize that Raw was at The venue that it was at just near where he lives and so he like on a whim decided to go with them backstage to raw and saw some people and had some conversations with people like the miz who he had had some heat with uh and had some conversations with people to clear the air so if i want to be optimistic i can maybe think that he was trying maybe he's trying to get right maybe the whole AEW thing made him realize that he's an asshole and he was like i want to apologize to people um he on a could whim. have been he could have been uh yeah sometimes on a whim you want to change
0: sometimes on a whim you decide you want to change your whole life yeah sometimes
1: uh and be you're... friends with the
0: miz again yeah
1: you know he's making new friends like the miz <laughs>
0: the miz the man everyone should be friends with um but yeah uh i
1: don't know he yeah, i mean Probably could have been doing something else with this time, though, and yeah. it really doesn't look great for AEW. Even if he no, didn- it doesn't because he has to. It's I,
0: rude. It like it's just such a. Uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: He has to really understand too, like his fame. You know, what I mean, like he can't just no. Show that's up what someplace. I'm saying. Yeah. Like
0: he shows up somewhere, it's news, and he yeah. has to know that. So why not show up to something like an indie show or you know I don't know something. Where it's like you're not like tacitly giving a kind of a like weird thumbs up to probably the worst force probably? in the wrestling business today. I don't think there's anything probably about I'm it. I'm being fair. fair. <laughs> I'm trying to be
1: fair. He did uh, go to NGPW Battle in the Valley specifically for Mercedes. I didn't hear that. Yeah, he was in the crowd, he was just sitting in the audience. I
0: didn't hear yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess he got overshadowed by Bailey.
1: Yeah, it was all it was. In play, people were getting him on video and stuff. But he was just sitting oh. in like that. Oh wait, section. okay.
0: I do remember this actually. Yeah. yeah, I think maybe it just didn't. I don't know. For some reason, it feels like bigger news now when he shows up places. I think his well, his return seems so imminent.
1: It, it, and because he showed up to WWE, that's why. yeah.
0: No, that that too. and it's like
1: that feels like a betrayal in a lot of ways. It's also, a big move you say that he should do these things to support. But a lot of times when he does do stuff to support, it feels like he's somehow doing it selfishly. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't it feel like he shows up oh, to support Mercedes? But like, are you here for her, or is she, couldn't you like be backstage? Think or something?
0: how, think how far his brand has fallen. I the know you, a CM Punk, a certified CM Punk fanboy. I know can't even like watch him do something nice without assuming it's it's got some ulterior nasty motive.
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't think it wow. does. He I really just needs to wonder. do something.
0: No, but um, this evidence of how much yeah. work
1: he has to do. Yeah, he really does, and that all starts by making amends with the miz he should support his wife i want to be clear about that okay
0: <laughs>
2: I, I, I,
1: you know come on i mean it's it's done you know it, it's what
0: a done deal what am i talking about it's a no brainer i don't know i don't know sam punk if you're mad at me for saying these things dm me on twitter cuz it'll be funny oh god you might really be inviting something <laughs> um, if i get a dm on twitter from sam punk That'll be a great day. So Yeah. Uh,
1: you can DM me Let's too, do it. but I don't really do anything. on
0: Twitter. Let's do it. Uh, Chick Magnet. Chick that's what Magnet. the CM stands for. I hope everybody knows that. It's not supposed to be. Officially, it stands for nothing, but it stands for Chick Magnet. Okay. Don't do my <laughs> voice at me. That wasn't your voice. That's my voice. We just sound similar because we live together.
1: That's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's, yeah. We <laughs> won't we'll sound like the comic book guy. That's what I
0: was going to say. <laughs> um it technically stands for chick magnet originally it
1: was chick magnet because of a backyard <laughs> wrestling team but then it stood for chicago
0: made or nothing and sometimes cookie monster you want to buy something all right is it time for the oh is there more gossip
1: Well, this wasn't really gossip. We should have just mentioned it in the last thing. But Mercedes, um, Monet has been very well-received backstage in stardom, (gasps) apparently. And that's that's wonderful to hear. Not that I didn't think she would be. She, she, I'm sure, is very lovely and professional and everything. Mm -hmm. But it's just nice to hear it uh, as well. It's just that because she... Theoretically, could big time him if she wanted to because she's no. more famous, obviously, than the whole roster. Sure, but, but she's but a nice she's not. person, and she's been very like appreciative of being there. Yeah. Like, she's been very. Edit. I mean,
0: people had opportunities to trash talk her. Yeah, and nobody did. So you know, you, that's a sign to me that she's not a problem. Yeah,
1: I didn't think she would be, but it's just nice to, yeah, just nice to confirm. You know,
0: I feel like after she left mm-hmm. WWE, had she been a nightmare to people, people could have very easily been like. Yeah, well, you know.
1: Yeah. And she also, I don't think, would be doing a character of that. Yeah. If she was really like that. Somebody like that would be like, I want to be the baby face. I want everybody to love me. You know what I mean? Like, she's not Uh going to do.
0: We're back to uh, Chick Magnet.
1: Oh, yeah. You're doing another
0: impression of him. (sighs) John, as you lay there.
1: (laughs) Hopefully as small time as you possibly can be.
0: Uh, Okay, is it time for the awards? Time
1: for the awards.
0: It's time. It's time to look back on this week in wrestling and decide who was the best or at least person we want to talk about the most. Yeah. Who gets the award? Coming up next. Okay, that was my public yeah. radio thing. That was great. Um, thank you. Okay, so our first award is Promo of the Week, John. Promo of the Week. So
1: <laughs> technically, this is sort of a group of related promos. I just loved all the four pillars on uh, AEW Dynamite, um, mostly because three of them MJF, who did his like a little backstage segment later, uh, Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, and Darby Allin. All kept like being really mean to each other and like brutally shit talking each other and calling each other like fake and like they've been handed stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then each one of them made an explicit point to say to Sammy Guevara, actually Sammy, I like you. Yeah. They all kept saying how much they liked Sammy Guevara. Which and is uh,
0: weird because he's the scummiest one of them. I know. All. And then
1: he just kept being like, Thanks. Like this is right. It just was funny cuz it's like they were all using that device and being like Sammy you're a scumbag but you know what I actually appreciate that you're honest you know but then they all three did it and so it was very funny that they all yeah. just I guess everybody likes Sammy.
0: Sammy Guevara um, is on the he's on his way up.
1: Yeah. and He's I also,
0: friends with MJF now, you know. They're friends. They're best
1: friends, yeah. And he is and I also was just it's nice to watch um those guys. Obviously MJF is like you know probably the best promo mm-hmm. in the world right now but like it's uh it's nice to see those other guys get time to like get better and grow yeah. Darby Allen note though. I know he doesn't take them, uh, <laughs> but one note, just keep it short. I think he's really good at like a short, intense promo. And then he mm-hmm. can do his little like student films that I love. Uh, and then uh, just keep it short. Cause otherwise it's just too much. Like he's a kind of mysterious guy. I don't want yeah. to need to talk to much. I mean,
0: his other gimmick that he could probably pivot to any minute is just insufferable art student.
1: Yeah. Cause he, 'Cause that's what I mean. If he talks too long, he becomes that. Yeah. Um, and then Jack Perry, even though he's like a Hollywood like, you know, Nepo baby guy, like he's not for wrestling, but he he's just like a a, a fun, relatable guy. Jack and Perry, it's, like... it's
0: so funny when Jack Perry tries to talk angrily at people mm-hmm. because he has what I call nice guy voice, mm-hmm. which is where you can tell he does not habitually like chew people out or even yeah. get angry. Like he just has a voice that's like Oh, yeah, we could, yeah, we could go do that. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, he just has that kind of tone where you're like, this man is not used to being angry. (laughs) And it's sweet. Yeah. But it's also kind of funny then when he tries to do it. Cause you're like, oh, Jack, you don't want to do this. You just want to hang out and do flips with your friends.
1: (laughs) It's also funny to see a guy with such beautiful hair try to be mad. It's like, what do you had to be mad about?
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: Um, Right. That's mine. my turn. Yes.
0: Okay, mine. I had a few ideas for this. I was actually gonna be kind of a smart ass and pick the David Arquette interview. Oh, but like yeah. that's <laughs> eligible. And that was really fun. I highly recommend it. But um, I think my favorite promo of the week was Stokely Hathaway on Rampage distracting the Hardys so the firm could sneak up on them and beat them up. It was great because he was on a video screen like, you know, the the Jumbotron screen talking to them remotely like on Zoom and like to distract them so that it's classic. But what kind of put it over the line for me was like he stayed there and like watched them getting beat up and was like, this is crazy. And like and it was just great, and because I love Stokely, and I want him to be in it more, and it was great to see him pop up, and I hope he pops up even more in the future. Great, great. Okay, that
1: was a great one. He Next great
0: is one. match of the week, John.
1: So, do you want to go first? I know I wrote mine down. First no. In the di- okay, great. Uh, John's pick. This was tough because I watched a lot of great matches. There were a lot of potential mentions um you know but i went with i was probably gonna pick something from that stardom show because i saw several excellent matches from that show i'm gonna go with the main event of stardom which was julia defending the world of stardom stardom championship he always picks the italians him not gonna um and uh i you know they just Really beat the shit out of each other. And it was like, it just really was. And it seemed like it was a big. I don't know again a lot about their rivalry. And it really, I didn't like seeing Julia lose, but mm-hmm. Tam Nakano is apparently also like a big stardom legend. Or, you know, she's been trying to get that title for a long time. Uh, and that was her first championship win. And it just was, there were a lot of great matches even just on that show. Himeka lost to her former tag team partner uh, in her retirement match. And that was emotional. Mm -hmm. And then, um, uh, you know, Mercedes and Mayu Itani had a fantastic match uh, that brought a ton of eyes to the show that that might not normally be there. Mm -hmm. Um, So it brought a lot of new audience. Uh, But I just think, you know, that main event was in an important spot because there were new eyes Mm -hmm. and they delivered as they always would, and I just think it was like a big thing. It was like that's the la- that's the main event. That's the last thing that people from that show are going to leave with. Maybe they were there for Mercedes, but they you know ended it with Julia and yeah. Tam Nakano. So I think it was a great match, and they really took some crazy bumps and really were brutal with each other. And also at the end, when Julia lost, you could see her tears coming down. Like she was just laying on the mat with tears coming. Out, yeah. Um. So it was you know quite a show.
0: All right. I watched GCW Into the Light. Um, and I want to say that my favorite match of the week that I've watched was on that pay-per-view. And it was actually the eight-man tag team match, the scramble match from the beginning. Which is me. which is always how GCW opens our shows. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you load the the thing, and there's already a bunch of dudes in the ring, and they're going to fight each other. Mm-hmm. But this was particularly good because... One guy brought a a motorcycle wow. and was driving it around the ring. Not the ring, around the outside of the ring. Uh and then there was a move where someone did the Spanish fly with like two, you know, two guys flipping them over over the top of the VOM. <gasps> Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when you're in an arena, there's an entry, there's a entry mm-hmm. to the floor and then there's like seats that go over it. Two wrestlers ran up to the top of that and were like hanging over the top of the entrance. Jeez. And then another guy got hoisted by another wrestler up so that he could cling on to the, <laughs> to the railing. And grab these two guys and flip them back over. And the whole field was like below, like all the other wrestlers were below them. And so it was just like a giant eight man pile on the floor, but it was great. I mean, it was dangerous and scared the crap out of me, (laughs) but like it was also very exciting. And I think if you're willing to hurt yourself that much, I should give you, my silly little podcast award so
1: to encourage you to continue to do
0: it yeah i mean yeah. don't do it yeah. but I,
1: I also like that match because apparently one of the competitors names is terry yaki
0: oh yeah well the guy who did the the guy who got hoisted and clung to the bomb was hunter drake that's what i remember okay. um and uh yeah so that was a, it was a fun fun show
1: that's great, GCW. Yeah. Keep doing it. GCW
0: is doing great. Oh, oh, we forgot to say this in the gossip corner.
1: I did. I, I meant to write this down as well.
0: Oh, in gossip corner, rewind. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay,
0: now in gossip corner, we have another piece of gossip. Yeah, and it's <laughs> that Trinity Fatu, Fatu um who is better known as naomi from wwe was backstage at a gcw show recently (gasps) which is so cool of her i bet it was actually the one i just watched i bet it was into the light which because that was in atlanta and i think she lives in florida so that would make sense for her to be around there
1: that's Um, great i think you know i would love if she just completely out of left field did like a matt cardona run as like (laughs) <laughs> or even just like a Nick Cage thing, and she became. <clears throat> excuse me, and she became like Deathmatch Queen. And she just started doing like crazy, bloody, like box I would love cutter, that too, like yeah. light tube death matches.
0: It'd be funny because yeah. I've spent a lot of time when we talk about her. Um, talking about how in other in interviews I've seen other people give when they talk about her, they say like, oh, she's figuring out what she wants to do right now. And whenever someone says that about a female athlete, I just assume they mean she's like deciding whether or not she's going to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. And it'd be so funny for me to go from thinking that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to her being in like, like death ah! matches. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Uh, anyway, okay, fast forward back to
1: <laughs>
0: Okay, so yeah, good job, D- GCM. GC GC. I wrote GCM on the sheet. Cause I was thinking of the Dell Close marathon DCM. I'm a mess.
1: Game changer matches.
0: <laughs> anyway, GCW. Great job. Uh, check them out. Uh, that uh, actually that pay-per-view is one of the many pay-per-views that are free on fight. If you subscribe to fight and I do. So uh, check that out because it's better than paying 40 bucks for something. Uh, anyway okay let's do our nerd fantasy bookings
1: okay mine is just that i hope wwe creates they say that like gunther has been unbeaten for too long so now we're gonna create a new intercontinental championship uh, and then they just do it. They just do it down the line, and we've got th- four of every championship.
0: This is you trolling. Yeah. <laughs> Nerd fantasy trolling. Yeah.
1: Sometimes I like to do a fun one.
0: Yeah. That's fun. Mine is like a little less like fun in the sense that it's very realistic. And mm-hmm. so it's not quite an insane fantasy, but like I think that Trinity should should be the person to take the belt off jade at AEW, mm. and i think she should do it a double double or nothing so mm-hmm. that then at forbidden door mercedes can show up and challenge her
1: that would be great that i think that's be great. an awesome
0: booking i think that would like make everyone so happy um including jade who could jade could partner with mercedes mm-hmm. because she's mad and the ceo and jade i feel like they've got like a lot characters that align pretty well mm-hmm. um, that they align well in a wrestling way, where yeah. it's like they're similar enough that you can see them teaming up, but you know eventually it's going to fall apart because they're too similar. Yeah, oh, like they're too—they're both they're
1: too egotistical. Yeah, they're
0: both too egotistical. They're both too like two bosses, two bosses, mm-hmm. too many bosses. Mm-hmm. So you know it's going to fall apart eventually. But it's a great wrestling partnership for temporary storyline, and I think that that would be really cool. Tony Brosif, let's get on the phone, let's hammer it out. <laughs>
1: Hammer out the deets,
0: but that's our show. That's
1: our whole show. We, we did, did it. it with a um, minimal amount of fighting.
0: We oh, we didn't fight at all, I know, we did we? Fight. No, did we fight even one no, time? No, I don't think so. Oh, good. Okay. Um. Anyway, tune in next week because we're gonna have a guest again. <gasps> but we've. I, I've done a lot of learning since our last guest, so it's going to yeah,
1: be. You've done a lot of growing.
0: It's going to be technically more sound because the last time we had a guest, it was Casey James Lango, who's wonderful, but the sound was a little bad because yeah. of my own personal failings. Um, yeah. But I've grown. You've reflected. I've reflected. I've grown. I've learned new platforms, so I am confident that we will be able to have this guest on without any technical issues whatsoever.
1: Yeah, last time it was more of a brawl. This time it's going to be more technical style. Yeah.
0: Technical. Yeah. It was kind of... Last time it was like literally like an impromptu brawl in the crowd of the arena. Yeah. And this time it's going to be like a designated match.
1: Yes. So So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Uh, Watch NXT Spring Break-In last night. (laughs) <laughs> what really? yeah t- well tonight oh. when we're recording it there's a show I just like la- I'm not probably gonna watch it, but it is just funny that it's called spring Breakin. I love it oh that is not funny. spring break in I' heard- just spring breaking
0: I've heard people talk everything. about NXT more and more lately.
1: I mean it's not bad it's still like a solid little show yeah I- well, I
0: feel like maybe it's getting better because people have started to talk about it. it there was a period where no one was talking about it yeah, now it's starting to, to be talked fitting. about again yeah um anyway, sorry that was a last little week. bit of tidbit I'll let you join know what us. Happened. Join us next week when we'll have mean Scotland green on the podcast (gasps) and he'll be talking about pro wrestling potluck and all the other stuff that we talk about normally.
2: Okay. Bye.
0: Bye.